Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. We have got a very special session for you today. I am on the phone with representatives Buzz Brockaway and Mike Glanton. Both are current members of the Georgia House of Representatives. Representative Brockaway serves in the 102 district uh, for the city of Lawrenceville and Representative Glanton proudly serves District 75 for the city of Jonesboro. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much. It is an honor to be able to speak to you and for you to be able to speak to the other leaders um, here on the podcast. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, Pastor Avery. So listen, I wanted to uh, just kind of throw this out there so that everyone understands what this is. Uh, Representative Glenn, you are a member of the Democratic Party. Representative Brockaway, you're a member of the Republican Party. And if you listen to the media, then to be on the same call is a miracle. You know, (laughs) we live in this world that if you disagree with someone, you're supposed to hate them. And surely that's not the way it's supposed to be. Uh, So if we've learned anything (laughs) from great organizations, it's that effective leadership allows us to overcome our differences and work together. And I think that our own government is an organization that could really demonstrate this kind of leadership for all that we want to change, for all that we want to improve. Our government is truly designed to bring together different voices, different perspectives with this belief that we can make a decision with many voices, not just one voice, different parties, different branches, checks and balances, that every voice matters. So what I wanted to talk with you gentlemen today is in your day to day, you have to work alongside with people who don't think exactly like you do. Um, They have different priorities, different set of convictions, sometimes opposing sets of convictions, but you still have a job to do. So what I would love for you to talk with us today is how do you effectively lead across the aisle uh, while maintaining your convictions, while maintaining your integrity? Uh, Representative Glanton, I'd love to kind of throw that out to you first. Well, absolutely, and and thank you for the question. Uh, I would uh, certainly say that uh, as far as organizations are concerned, uh, by way, I'm retired military, uh, and so I've had an opportunity to serve with people from all walks of life, from all gender bases, from uh, from all religious backgrounds, uh, and some from different countries and, and different traditions and customs. And so my mindset from the onset is diversity and understanding uh, what uh, other people go through, what they think, uh, and that's important in the General Assembly, I believe. Uh, the other organization that has been instrumental for me uh, in regards to learning how to work with leaders across the aisle, or even leaders on the same side of the aisle with different opinions and views, has been to call Vincent Institute of Government uh, at the University of Georgia, because we go there every other year uh, to, to, to train, to be trained, uh, to uh, learn each other, to share with each other. And so th- these both have been very instrumental. But uh, as far as myself and, and Representative Brockway, I will tell you that while we may have some differences, uh, I haven't found many. 
And I will tell you that, and the reason being is because we both share uh, the same God and the same Christ. So we actually start from the same place. Uh, we may go other places in our decisions and opinions, but we start at the same place. And I think that makes a difference uh, in, in how uh, we deal with each other and how we deal with others across the aisle. That's good. So when you've got a joint place of the agreement, it really does make everything else um, work a little easier, work a little better. Something you just said that I wanted other leaders to hear is that, you know, this aisle, this concept of different political views uh, can still have different opinions, even on the same side of the aisle. Absolutely. You yes. can be working with someone side by side and still have some of these tensions. So it's not these large mega issues. Sometimes it's the little things that you realize you still have to work through as a leader. Absolutely. And I, and I, uh, uh, I will say this, that even as a married couple, my wife and I, uh, we don't agree on all things, but we're still married. We're still husband and wife. We still love each other, even with my children. And I oftentimes use this analogy. I say to folk that if you agree 100% of the time with each other, then someone is not necessary. There has to be some checks and balances. And so otherwise, we have an unbalanced uh, power structure in place. So I think it's important, and I believe it's healthy, to have healthy debate and a difference of opinion. That's good. Representative Brockway, I'd love for you to chime in on this. How do you effectively lead across the aisle? Well, I think uh, Representative Glanton hit on a number of key points. I think one of them is uh, understanding, uh, trying to look at things through other people's uh, eyes and recognizing the diversity that's in our communities. And that's, that's certainly something uh, I experience here being a representative in Gwinnett County. I've got a very diverse district now with people from all over the world moving here, and we certainly see that in Victory Church too. But you have to—I think you have to start with with that. You have to say, "All right, well, uh, what, where, where is this person that I'm talking to coming from?" And that that really helps a lot and helps under, uh, bring understanding. And um, we're not always going to agree, and there are times, even with my constituents, and sometimes even with members of my own party, where I have to say, "Well, uh, I've got to—I've got to vote this way on this particular bill." and uh, you know, they may not like it, but at least we've talked and we understand where we're coming from. And I, I found that in, in my time in politics, that if you talk things through with people, they're much more willing to uh, accept those differences because they they recognize that you've listened and uh, and are, are attempting to understand where people are coming from. Gotcha. The old seek to understand and not just to be understood. Uh, Representative right. Brockway, I'd love to throw this out to you, but we hear a lot about, you know, collaboration, working together. That sounds like what you're saying is being able to talk it through, work with people. Uh, where is the line between collaboration and compromise? Yeah, I think uh, the, the way I approach it in politics, I have a, a certain set of beliefs. And as Representative Glanton mentioned, you know, we, we the two of us are. Uh, men of faith in the legislature, and so if it's obviously if it's a moral issue, if an, if it's an issue that we're voting on, that we say, well, you know, we just can't. The, the Bible says X, Y, and Z. Well, you've got to stick with that no matter what. 
and uh, sometimes there are political consequences to that. Uh, but if it's not a moral issue, if it's not a or, or an issue of political principle, then the, I think that those areas are easy to compromise. Uh, you you know what? Let's say we're talking about what's the proper tax rate. Well, you know, there's not really a moral or or a political position there. We can right. we can argue about what that proper tax rate is and. A reasonable compromise can be made that that brings the most people along. So that's kind of how I look at it. If it's a if it's a moral issue, obviously I'm going to stand where I stand. Um, and if it's a political issue, a, a philosophical political issue, then yeah, you know, I've got to work to try to make sure I don't uh, you know violate my my personal political principles. And it's it's a constant. Uh, it's a moving target a lot of times. Um, and it's not easy. You've got to constantly be on guard and, and uh, evaluating these things through that lens. But um, I think if you do it openly and honestly, then people respect it. And uh, even if even when they come down on the other side of you, uh, they uh, they still respect you. And, and, and I think one other thing that's really important in politics and, um, and is also important in business and leader in it, really every area of leadership is it comes down to relationships. If you if you have built a strong relationship with people, then these differences don't damage that relationship, and you can uh, look and say, "All right, well, we disagree on that issue, but we can work together on future issues." That's good. So, uh, not burning the bridge, not burning bridges, is a uh, is a good plan generally. <laughs> no, I completely. Uh, and, and, and I and I think that he hit the nail on the head uh, many many times in, in his remarks. Uh, but I believe strongly that you can have both collaboration and compromise uh, or lack thereof at the same time. Let me use, for example, if Representative Brockway has a bill that I totally disagree with, uh, I may go to uh, Representative Brockway and say, look here, I disagree with your bill, and I'm going to vote against your bill. Uh, I'm not going to compromise my principles, but this is how I can collaborate with you. I agree that I won't go down and speak against your bill and draw others with me against your bill. So while I feel uh, that personally I'm not going to vote for it, I don't feel strongly enough to go down and openly, publicly oppose your bill and cause your bill possibly to fail when it comes to passage. And, And so I think that in that sense, you can have both collaboration and compromise uh, in regards to uh, getting meaningful legislation passed through the General Assembly rather than standing firm on your beliefs, uh, or, uh, on your stance, uh, other than in regards to our uh, religious and, and uh, principles. So right. that's really good, Representative Glanton. Right there for a second, what it sounds like you're saying is there's a way to still stand for what you believe that doesn't harm the relationship with the person you're trying to work with. Absolutely. That's that's yes. really good. So it, what, what I, you mentioned being in the United States Army, and I that's another organization that you really do have to work together for a common mission. What would you say to the leader in an organization that's trying to accomplish the task, but maybe it's the opposite of what you just talked about? Instead of how do I stand against an idea but keep the relationship what do you say to the leader that is struggling to gain the support of those around them? Uh, that's a great question. I think the first thing is that you have to exercise servant leadership. Uh, the, the second thing is 
that while you're diligent in trying to accomplish your task, you do not forget the welfare of the people who you're leading. That, that's the most important thing. And then, thirdly, I believe strongly, both as a businessman, both as military, uh, legislator, or whatever, I believe to never ask my employees, to never ask my subordinates to do anything that I myself have not done or is not willing to do. That's good. Good. That's a great, that's a great answer. What I, what you don't hear a lot is that servant leadership. You don't hear a lot about uh, be willing to set that example. So in, in everything that we've talked about, I have got a page of notes here. We're talking about people on the same aisle, but having different opinions, servant leadership. It's all about the relationship. It's all about to know where uh, the other person is, is coming from. It, let's say that we attempt to, to do all of these things. Um, what for each one of you, I'd love for you to answer this as we wrap things up. What is the one thing that you make sure you never let go of when you're entering into um, a season of collaboration, of, of working together? What's the one thing, the one principle that you, that you don't let go of? Well, for me, what, what I would say is that I have to remember why I'm here. In my legislative capacity, I'm here to represent the 54,000 people that live in the Lawrenceville Swanee area of Gwinnett County. And, and, you know, I have to keep that in mind that, that I'm here to represent their interests and what's best for them. And I, I really can't ever let go of that. And not just because uh, they'll vote me out if I disagree with them, but, but because, uh, you know, that's, that's the sole purpose of being here. That's the, uh, that's our job as a representative. And so that's, for me, that's to be uh, number one. As I as I look at legislation and as I you know look at collaborating and working with people uh, in the legislature on my side of the aisle and the other side. That's good. And I, I think, uh, as Representative Rockway has said, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna urge a little bit. I'm gonna say that my uh, one thing is like one pizza with a couple of ingredients, if you don't mind. <laughs> Yes, sir. My one thing is is, is is like a pizza with with several ingredients. But I think the three major ingredients for me uh, is my God, my family, and my district. Those are the things that keep me grounded. That reminds me each and every day, and everything that I say, and every decision I make, for every vote that I take. That is why I'm here. I'm here to represent my God. I am here to establish a legacy and to set the examples for my children and my family, and I am certainly here to serve my district as long as it does not conflict with my God or my family. Excellent. Excellent answer. Well, gentlemen, these, these have been uh, just leadership nuggets. Thank you guys for being willing to, one, serve our country and to serve the leaders um, who are growing just from your experiences and what you've laid out. So thank you. I appreciate your time. Thanks for being on the podcast for everyone that is listening. Um, hopefully something that has been said helps you as you are leading his leaders. Mm -hmm.